Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Hello everybody and welcome to another Spurs show uh, where the atmosphere here in the Spurs show headquarters here in London is very convivial and very positive because of last night's fantastic, I say last night, that's what we're recording here on Wednesday, fantastic game, compelling game with Real Madrid and I've got with me a couple of people who've been on this show before, definitely Mark Lucero, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very, very happy. Very happy and excited and Adam Mitchenhall. Hello. How are I'm, you? I'm excited. Also excited. Good. Yeah. Good. So, guys, I mean, we, we I mean, forget Real Madrid. So really, the big story is, uh, of course, Bournemouth. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> no. The big story is that Tottenham Hotspur, correct me, anyone can jump in here and correct me if I'm wrong. Tottenham Hotspur went to the home of the European Champions last night, possibly the greatest uh, stadium in club football, and gave very much as good as they got and came away with a highly creditable score draw am i wrong you you are totally right it, it, it was just wonderful but personally i was never in any doubt <laughs> they, they haven't been playing great lately struggled against Getafe at the weekend uh really late um 90 90th minute goal mm. uh ronaldo um no they're not they're not on song at the mm. moment and i thought they were there for the taking well, we, like, and yeah. I think I, I sort of agreed with you a bit, and then and then when you saw it wasn't like our full strength side, no. was it? And that's when you start thinking, oh, is there just one too many changes? Yeah, here, but um, no, amazing, I'm glad you it? mentioned that because one of the I mean those evenings when they're that good, they remain vivid in the memory all the way through, don't they? I went around uh, my uncle's house actually, and there was about eight eight Tottenham fans watching it going mental. But I think the first most memorable moment of the evening is when you saw the lineup because the lineup was odd wasn't it it was an odd line oh, we were all shocked totally we were about shocked. 10 of us sitting around the table yeah in the pub and, went, and what the but he'd he'd gone for big game experience i, I thought it was brilliant with, yeah. with the three of them sissoko oreo and Laurenti, all all, all yeah. 
you know, really know a big game. Yeah, and, I'm still uh, not even quite sure where Danny Rose played when he came on, no. but it somehow all worked out. He it? seemed to have a, a kind of general pressing brief. Yeah, he came on. He had because he had fresh legs. Well, he just, he just had his feet up for about 10 months. Mm. So he came on and he just pressed the ball, basically, didn't he, for the last 15 minutes yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. But, yeah, that lineup was confusing. It looked like it might be a 4-4-2. In the end, Lorente actually played deeper than Kane, didn't he? And in, I think in terms of their the sort of careers they've had up to up to now, you would have almost thought it might have ended up being the other way around. But you can't play Kane deep, not this, not in this tennis. So Lorente was almost playing like a number 10, even though he's a big target man centre forward. Yeah. But, as you say, Mark, massive experience at this level. Played in the Bernabeu, probably played in the Bernabeu 10 times. Yeah. And played in the Champions League umpteen times for Juventus. and So, I suppose... I think that's probably it. And I think yeah. probably there's something to be said, wasn't there, for when Harry Winks, for example, looked up to see Lorente. Yeah. That is probably... Quite reassuring. It probably is mm-hmm. a bit, isn't I it? I agree, yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, they said something like he'd played Real Madrid 20-odd times, Lorente. Right, there you go. Also, um, the... The younger players really excelled. I thought Winks was amazing. I think Winks, to me, looks like, my, my goodness, he looks like he could have a hell of a career. And then I also thought Sanchez was very, very good. Sanchez just looks sort of unbeatable. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of ridiculous. But there's, there's, in that game in particular, there's so many 50-50s yeah. where normally you'd be a bit, hold on, what's up here? You sort of don't worry, do yeah. you? And whether it's Modric, just a foot in and... And on he goes. Is, is this one of the positives of, of playing at Wembley? Because I, I was anti-Wembley. Mm. I actually signed the petition to go to Milton Keynes. Seriously? Uh, yeah. I didn't even know there was one. Because <laughs> the, the anti-Milton Keynes sentiment was, was fierce. I didn't know there were people actually <laughs> it just campaigning you and for it. of different names? You and, <laughs> you and 17 Spurs <laughs> fans who like, lived yes, in Milton Keynes. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe, you know, Winks, he's, he's, he's involved in games... In front of seventy five thousand week in week out now, yeah, and it, and maybe he that's didn't helping look him. Phased nope. at all last night, did he? No, and of course he's just made his England debut and a very good. He got rave reviews for England. That kind of hurt yeah, him yeah. either, confidence wise. It was quite. I don't know if you guys watched the BT Sport yeah. coverage, whatever. Yeah. But people like Glenn Hoddle beforehand, they were all a bit unsure of him. You know, I, I guess how a lot of Spurs fans are in that sort of. What is he sort of defensive, or is he going to score a lot of goals? Or is, mm. You know, is he just a little ball carrier sort of player? Mm. But you know, over the course of the game, they were <laughs> they, by the end of it, they they'd very him. much changed. And you know, to me, he's like a Dembele, Modric type of player. Can be deep lying, but he's a footballer. He's not. He's not a not destroyer, is he? He's a real distributor of the ball. Isn't I he? think that's probably it. And I think you know, they're all those stats, weren't they? Of whatever ninety five percent pass success rate. You know. Mm. Half a percent Nothing. higher than Modric w- and all was, that. Um, w- was the Bournemouth game just a stage to give him 90 minutes? Yeah. I mean, um, the Bournemouth game seems like a distant memory, yeah. doesn't it? It was rather, it was a drab encounter that Bournemouth game, wasn't it? It, was a, it reminded me exactly like the Swansea and Burnley games. It said oh, this time we got the breaks. It's, it's Burnley. If you were writing scripts of football games, you just followed the Burnley yeah. one apart from the last 10 minutes, yeah. didn't you? It's. Um, and you know it's amazing how different football can be in four yeah. days isn't yeah. it you know that that was a sort of that Bournemouth one was a battle of attrition as it often is of yeah. just grinding down these opposition teams mm. whereas the space Madrid were giving us was incredible well, I mean I great... can't remember seeing but 
You know what? The best games this season have been against Madrid and Dortmund because they're teams who come and say, we will take you on and because we, we fancy yeah. ourselves to beat you. And both times, yeah. they haven't managed it. Yeah. And that's what presumably Liverpool are going to do on, on Sunday, but we'll come on to that in uh, a, a show later in the week, listeners. But <laughs> before, any, before we go on at all, I'm going to just uh, tell you a couple of things about our very important uh, sponsors because as, you, as regular listeners will know, this season we've teamed up with Labrooks. And uh, we'll be bringing you plenty of specials throughout the season. The one that's running at the moment, you may know, but I'll refresh your memory, is the bet £5 and get £20 promotion. This means that if you deposit £5, Labrooks will add another £20 to your account. And as a listener to this podcast, you can get this by following the link at bet.spursshow.net. That is bet.spursshow.net. And we'll be tweeting this bet five pound get twenty pound link, adding it onto our Facebook group, and we put it in the description of this podcast too. So you should find it easy to find, and come on, it's free money. I mean, what's not to like? Now, um, talking of betting, I mean, I don't know. I'm now thinking that we are looking. Well, most people think we're nailed on to get out of that group, aren't we? Oh, oh, yeah, we're there. We, we're going to beat um, yeah. Apple. And I'm, I'm, yeah, and is that, we, that's pretty much leave, all we need to do, isn't it? Yeah, we, we, I, th- I think we're going to finish top and, and um, get someone really weak, <laughs> really, some weak runner-up. And there are, there are a couple of potential weak runners-up in right. the other groups. Do either of you guys know why we're top? Top of the group somewhere and second in the group. That was happening last night. They kept yeah. flipping Tottenham and Real Madrid at the top of that group. Madrid have a better goal difference. Have they? Right. That's the same. Is it the same? Sorry, is it just people so they were just flipping it. But not? even alphabetically, that really, that would put them ahead yeah. of us, wouldn't it? I think so, but last night, one minute we were Tottenham. Because we scored a I don't know, we were noticing goal. that where I was I, watching it. It was I, very odd. It was almost that. like someone had had a bet. Someone that. at BT Sport. Yeah. See how many times we can flip them over for someone. That's one of those annoying questions where away. listeners will now be just shouting yeah. on their commutes. But, but yeah, sorry, I didn't... I've, I've ne- I, I'd just like to say, I've never... I've uh, Mark's been on this podcast quite a few times before, but we don't happen to have done it together before. And I have a reputation for being absurdly optimistic and positive. But I, so far, I'm getting the, I'm getting the impression that you are a glass half full man. Oh, you predicted I've had my, last I've had night. My dark moments. Oh, okay. okay. Don't, don't it's worry. only now that I'm... all this success, <laughs> great football, and invincibility has has got to you. Yeah, you should have heard the one um, after Ghent. That wasn't good. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I probably did hear it. I probably did it. Okay, just checking. So this is actually objective, re- rational predictions coming from Mark. Yeah, I, reckon- I can't see anyone's going to fancy us in the knockouts. No, we look. We look. Maybe we're like this year's Monaco, the team that no one expected to be good, and yeah. suddenly they think, bloody hell, they're good. And they look at her, and then what happened to Monaco? All the best players were stripped <laughs> so at the end of the season. <laughs> all of them young, all of them brilliant. The Monaco owner, who was going through an expensive divorce, stuck 100 million quid. No, it would have been way more than that. What am I talking about? Probably about 400 million quid in his back pocket. And now they've been eviscerated. Still, well, has, has anyone gone on to great things for, for, for the Mbappe? Or, Mbappe's or playing apparently extremely well. And yeah, in fact, yeah. so well that... Um, I saw some some meme on Twitter the other day about how um, what's his name's gone there. You know, Neymar's gone there, so he can be the main man. He's turned up. He's turned out. He's not the main man there mm-hmm. any more than he was at Barcelona because Mbappe is so bloody good at Paris Saint Germain. Yeah. So, mm. but uh, I suppose for Mbappe this year, you read Kane, don't you? 
Anyway, let's not get yeah, all this talk about the big clubs are going to come in. How realistic that is. No, I don't think. I actually think that Monaco are a weird little club, and they just decided they wanted to cash in, but. I don't think Daniel Levy is at all minded to cash in at all when he's going into that new stadium. That would exactly. be the last thing he wants to do. And if he needs to pay them more money, which Rio Ferdinand kept banging up. It's quite funny. The more recently retired the pundits are from football, the more likely they are to say, you've got to pay him the money, you've got to pay him the money. It's like, it's like a players' union thing. I'm going to say yeah. over and over and again, you've got to pay him more money, you've got to pay him more money. What was the, crikey, the tweet I saw this morning about, um, it was something about, someone having interviewed Gary Lineker a long time ago who was annoyed about I think Chris Waddle being sold as he arrived at mm. Spurs I think I've got mm. dates for everyone. I remember being and annoyed so, by and that suddenly that enforced a lot of because his questions yesterday that were, were sort of along the mm. standard line now of how will they keep hold of them? How will they keep mm. hold of them? Will they keep hold of them? Yeah. They they seem like, to oh be okay a... Gary still a bit annoyed about that Yeah They seem to be obsessed with us breaking up rather than Yeah know, yeah, applauding our, uh, yeah. our rise. Yeah, but I, th- I think you know we can hold our own against the best sides we've proved there. And actually, totally. if we can get into the knockout side, then actually it comes down to you know those weird you know do we get a stupid sending off that ruins it, or does you know do we get tied against Barcelona in the quarterfinals and they do, and those are the sort of things that help you on your way. And yeah. you know, um, yeah, but. Like you say, I, I'd fancy us against almost anyone. If you can go to Real Madrid and play yeah. like that and get a, a, a very good result after a good performance, you sort of think, who is there? I mean, really, there's no one better than really. Is there anyone? Paris Saint-Germain, everyone's talking up Paris Saint-Germain, but I mean... Yeah. They were raving about um, Napoli. Napoli, and then City, City lost. Uh, City beat them, didn't they? Yeah, mm. but it was a very tough game and, and they were supposed to have been great there. Napoli, yeah. but uh, I don't know. Oh, but I mean, we're in the mix, aren't we? We're in the mix. Right now, that's the way it looks. We're also in the mix for the uh, Premier League. I'm not saying we're going to do a double. I'm not saying that. Not even me. I know you are. That <laughs> <laughs> goes without saying. <laughs> no, I think um, uh, we look in the league. I mean, everyone's talking about Man City, but I don't know. I don't think Man City are invincible. I think they, they, look, they look like they could have weaknesses at the back and that teams like Tottenham and... and uh, Chelsea and well Chelsea beat Chelsea really I'm just starting to think who else is there now Man City Tottenham and Man United Chelsea stuttering at the moment at least yeah Chelsea seem to be short don't they this this season I mean how could that happen against Palace when you know they haven't scored since May and they beat the champions Uh, it's just not weird shouldn't happen and he obviously doesn't fancy um What's the forward called? Batshuayi or something? No, he, he took, never. You know, you lose anything to other than you'd take, rather play Hazard up front. Or see, it took yeah. him off after sixty minutes or yeah. something. So, I mean, obviously not. But I mean, you know, it seems the Manchester sides do seem to be the ones that have sorted themselves out this yeah. season. Spent and most wisely and most liberally. United are starting to look like a sort of old school Mourinho team, and that's so I think they're yeah. the. They're the ones to try and finish. I think Troy, Troy Deeney was my man of the weekend for his um, yeah. What he said about like the Upham <laughs> speech, basically, yeah. was, was that was amazing. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now we're going to go to a break. What do you think of that? A bit of an ad break. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes, and we are back from our ad break. 
So I would say I've got us in the top three minimal, but I think we've got I think we've got a good chance in the league. I think we've got a good chance in the Champions League. The only slight, I mean, if you're looking for a negative, and after we are Spurs fans, we're mm-hmm. duty bound to do that. Mm. Uh, about last night, everyone said it. Even the pe- I was people saying it as I was watching, and then they said it all after all the pundits said it after. Is that Ericsson had a, an off night, didn't he? Well, maybe, but he split the defence for the he the ball to Lorente, and then who put it straight onto Kane. That that started with Ericsson, right? And he also had a really fierce shot turned away after. That's true. Yeah, you know, if we'd have sc- if we'd scored both. Yeah, so maybe it's Both relative. Times. He didn't have and, that bad, and, and that. it just he wasn't. Had, you know, he, he he was in the same area as Modric and mm. Cruz's um, uh, uh, stats were incredible last night. Got Again, it? that was something like ninety-five percent. Cruz, yes, yeah. uh, success rate, and he was. Uh, you know, he's in the same area of them. I, I, you know, let's not get on at him. He'll he'll, he'll be back. But yeah, we're all um, Suzuko fans now, though, right? That, we've all been <laughs> I transformed. Know. Well, that that, can happen. that is amazing. Sometimes that just happens, doesn't it? Players who are just you just. It's funny. Um, you know, the, the, this is really is going back a bit, but I remember when Paul Stewart suddenly turned things around. Do you remember that? Yes. Paul Stewart yeah. was absolutely not not great. Let's mm. to be polite for a long time, and then one day. It's funny because he was on recently and he talked about this a bit, but and it was I was so pleased he talked about it. I wasn't on the show, but I listened to it. There was one match I remember being in. We were playing, I think it was Luton at home, and Pat Van der Nel, who was a complete psycho, wasn't he? Pat Van der Nel, unhinged. Is that when he got sent? Off? Yeah, he he ran the width of the pitch and launched himself waist high, studs, into a Luton player. Not just not just late. I mean, the ball was like yeah. fifty yards away. He got sent off, and then Naeem got sent off, probably for that, dissent or something. That, and they had to put Paul Stewart in midfield. And all of a sudden, yeah, and then from he that changed, moment, he, stayed there then, didn't he became he? a really good yeah. player. He even played for England in yes, that position. Yeah. So it can happen. The most yeah. unlikely people suddenly come good. And then, of course, as well, playing from midfield, he scored the goal in the cup fight. He scored the equaliser in the cup final in 91. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Sissoko's almost in that he's category, not in that league of unlikely turnarounds. But that he's looking he's last night. He looked, I mean... I mean, if if he, you know, I mean, we've always got a lot of baggage now because he was so poor last season, almost throughout. But I mean, if you just looked at that, if you forgot last season and you looked at that, you'd think he was he was he was right on a level with everyone else on the pitch. He was entitled yeah. to be on the pitch. He played. Totally. He was dynamic. He threatened them. He was, you know, he's yeah. all the things he wanted him to be. He's still, you know, there's still sort of moments of genius quickly followed by massive loss of control and stuff. Mm. But you know, they're. There is somewhere in there a quality footballer, isn't there? Another well, thing. The, the, um, the breakaway against Bournemouth. I keep going back to Bournemouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the breakaway near the end against Bournemouth when oh, um, yeah. and Kudu yeah. ended up getting yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. from it. Uh, that was a magnificent run. It was, if he'd just played at a yard earlier. It was just the pass, it was the pass, yeah. But the actual respect. break was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah re- really good. And, and we were singing his name. Really? Yeah. What's the, what's the song? Is there a song? Well, same as Dembele. But oh, okay. Uh, Sissoko I think there's a few people I've just got a list there's a few people need songs um, Son does Winks does yeah and Aurea <laughs> does yes um, and on the subject of Aurea is he going to turn out to be a liability I think we like him but leave he's got him off of an assault charge from the gendarme <laughs> incident <laughs> yeah. uh, he gets sent off against West Ham by a penalty yeah. last night I mean it's just madness isn't it In, yeah he's sort um, of extreme Sissoko isn't yeah. he yeah <laughs> Like, he, but he got he, two assists last night, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Because <laughs> yeah, he certainly yeah. was... No, he was. He kept, did not keep a low profile, let's put it that way. But I 
thing, and what, what lots of people are uh, saying, I suppose, is that is that Poch. I mean, Poch took Rose and Walker, who were pretty raw sort of athletic fullbacks, and turned them into serious international fullbacks. And mm. let's hope he can iron out the little kinks in uh, Aurea's makeup because of the good things about him are very good, aren't they? I mean, he's a, he's a good yeah. footballer. He's very, very quick. Very, and, he, and he's strong, you know. When he, every now and then, put in a very good tackle. So he's just got to get his he's got to get his head right. I reckon that would be the thing. Now, yeah. but, but while we're here, I must mention uh, our forthcoming mini live shows. We call them mini live shows. They're very intimate little events that happen in central London. And we've got three coming up. And you can go to our spursshow.net website and find out more about them. But these, these are the guests coming up. They're all, they're all great guests. Lifelong, passionate Spurs fan and former neighbour of Mark, Mark Lucero. <laughs> Bobby Dabro, right? He lived in the same village as you, right? He did, yes. There you go. And that's that's the first one coming up. I think that's next week, actually. So we recommend that. Following that, we've got one coming up with Martin Chivers, the legend Martin Chivers, the first favourite Spurs player I ever had. And if my mum hadn't sold, uh, sewed that number nine on upside down, I would have had a Martin <laughs> Chivers shirt, as it was. I had a Phil Beale shirt. And then the third one coming up is, um, what's his name? Guillaume Balague. I think I pronounced that right. Balague. I think it's Balague, actually, who has written this book about Pochettino, which is being serialised in the mail, and he's number three in the Amazon charts. So he will be a fascinating guest. Uh, he has got massive bags of insight into Pochettino. It's not just a biography of Pochettino. It's specifically about Pochettino and what he's done and he's doing at Tottenham Hotspur. So I think he'll be a fantastic. So those are three intimate mm. live shows coming up, and they are all included if you buy the Spurs Show season ticket, by the way, which you can also find out about on spursshow.net. And, of course, we have a massive, big Christmas party show, as always, coming up in December. We can't tell you the guests yet, but I can tell you it's rather thrilling. I can tell you that. Now, um, I think for this show, the first show of the week, gentlemen, I think it is, could be time for us to say goodbye and for me to thank you both very much. I know you'll be coming back on Friday, wink, wink, for the, <laughs> winks, winks, for the Liverpool preview show. But until then, Adam and Mark, thank you so much. This thank is Cleo Delaney much. signing off saying, cover you, Spears. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To 
reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.